Today on the Nolan Knows Podcast, Jorge Masvidal gets his wish. Welcome everybody to the program, Nolan Knows Podcast. It is Wednesday, April 3rd, and we are coming at you today talking about MMA, UFC, an area that has really popularized itself recently in sports and pop culture, mainly due to the partnership, uh, the growing relationship between the UFC and ESPN. And the UFC has always been kind of the odd man, you know, looking inward at the major professional sports here in America. It's been kind of looked down upon as this savage sports organization and everything is just so underground. But um, there's a certain level of respect that I have for UFC fighters and the nature of what they do more so than any other type of sport. And that's mainly due to the fact that you were going in there one-on-one, hand-in-hand combat, and you either come out a winner or loser, and it drastically affects the course of your career just based off of one loss. A lot of other sports teams can lose one week, lose one day, come back out the next day or the next week and make up for it. In the UFC, it is a long process of training, getting to that moment, and it can be lost in a blink of an eye if someone catches you with a right hand or a shin to the face or even chokes you out. So I do like that it is getting more popularized. I do hope, however, that ESPN being a Disney-owned company doesn't completely change what I like so much about the sport. Today, what I wanted to talk on is Jorge Masvidal, who was rather unknown to most fans out there. MMA fans know who he, who he is, but he's not really part of the popular crowd. He essentially gets his wish to fight Ben Askren, who has also made a name for himself recently. And it's interesting because both these guys are pretty much past the prime of their careers. They're both 34 years old, but recently they've gained this star power. And I think a lot of it has to do with social media. And all of this timing is coming together perfectly for them. So it was announced on it was announced today that by Ariel Hawani from ESPN, he's their insider, that Ben Askren will face Jorge Masvidal, UFC 239, Saturday, July 6th, and I think that's going to be the most exciting card of the summer. It's being headlined by lightweight heavyweight champion, or excuse me, light heavyweight champion John Bones Jones against Tiago Santos, and we're going to have Amanda Nunez facing Holly Holm for the bantamweight title. Amanda Nunez, if you don't remember, winning against Chris Cyborg to be the champ champ, something that only the likes of a person like Conor McGregor has done. So the card already is just going to be stacked. I'm very excited for it. But I think this is the fight that is being overlooked or and or underrated. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that both these guys are older. They're not necessarily competing for a belt, but there's something interesting about both of them. They both have a lot of similarities, but they're also vastly different on where they land on the spectrum personality-wise. So the power of social media for them late in their careers has brought about this sort of resurgence. You have one guy in Ben Askren from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. You have Jorge Masvidal, who is, you know, Hispanic American from Miami, growing up on the streets, actually made a name for himself by beating Kimbo Slice's protege Ray in those street fights on YouTube. So these guys are different. Askren's the, you know, classic wrestler, Olympic, Olympic, you know, competitor turned UFC MMA guy. Masvidal is the street fighter, game bred as they call him, that's made his way up through the ranks, never turned down a fight, 
ready to go at any moment's notice. So we'll break it down first with Masvidal, and he's the one who's recently really become popular, and this is why. So after coming off back-to-back losses against Damian Maya and Steven Thompson, Masvidal looked to be pretty much well past his prime and just another veteran fighter in the welterweight division. So a year and a half layoff he goes through from 2017 to 2019, and he gets an opportunity on a main card, not a pay-per-view event, but the ESPN event against a young rising star in Darren Till out of London for a welterweight bout. The UFC so badly wants Till to be a star. They are looking for someone to replace the great Michael Bisping, who is now a Hall of Famer. You know, they want that loudmouth Brit to come back into the scene and bring in that UK crowd. I understand it. So they headlined UFC London last month. This is in not only Darren Till's, you know, home city, his home country. I mean, this is it. This is his moment to really sort of shine because they threw him against Tyron Woodley, thought maybe he could get a win, but things didn't go well for him. So, all right, here here's a, a resurgence fight. Let's get you back in the groove and, and maybe competing for a title soon against recent champion Kamaru Usman. So here comes Jorge Masvidal, the underdog, not expected to win. So he comes in and puts Till to sleep in a stunning second round TKO, silences all of London, and the young Till has back-to-back losses now from the former champ Tyron Woodley and Masvidal. And... Masvidal was so humble, humbled in his in his speech and really just thanking everyone and saying, you know, it's time for me to get the belt. This guy's only lost to one other person. That person is the former champ in Woodley. Now, I don't think Masvidal deserves a title belt shot just yet, but there was a certain authenticity and originality to him in that post-fight interview where you couldn't help but appreciate him and what he's been through and the fact that he's been fighting his whole life and here he is on this big stage. And he even thanks Darren Till, and he tells the crowd, you know, I know this is your guy. He's just a young bull. He's only 24 years of age, 25 years of age. He's going to be a tiger one day. Just wait. But he really took the moment in stride. So after the fight, he continues to gain popularity from what has just happened. I mean, everybody was blown away by this. No one expected Masvidal to knock out Darren Till the way he did. So in the post-fight interview, he's being interviewed back in the locker room, and he makes headlines due to his altercation with another British fighter in welterweight Leon Edwards. So Masvidal had been called out by him. He straight up walks over to Edwards and just pops him with a a three-punch combo. So after the fight, ESPN's Brett Okamoto actually had the opportunity to speak with Masvidal. So here's Masvidal explaining uh, what he served up to Edwards. Where I'm from, if you do that, you're going to punch me in the face, and that's not going to happen, Leon. You're dork, you're JV beta, you're, you are what you are, bro. You're just a loser in life, man. You're not going to get a hit off me, you know. So I had to give him the three-piece with the soda and then just glide out of there, you know. So once again, I, I just don't see how you can't like this guy. I mean, he's just so original, and, you know, it's like he never left the streets. He never left the hood where he grew up from. He literally just said he gave him a nice three-piece with a soda, <laughs> because he's not going to let someone talk to him like that. So he tells Dana White, uh, president of UFC, and everybody else he wants the belt, not going to happen. But he is getting a great opportunity at UFC 239 against Ben Askren. And Ben Askren, like we said, also 34 years old, past the prime of his career, it would seem, getting his own resurgence. And this is due to the fact that he has popularized himself and is 
kind of being this guy you want to see lose. It's the Floyd Mayweather effect. I mean, we tune in because we want to see this person lose. Ben Askren, former one championship and Bellator champ, he's never lost, never actually lost. He's 19-0, and he's coming off a a win of Robbie Lawler uh, at UFC 235, where it looked as though he was going to get put to sleep by Lawler early in the fight. He ends up kind of making a comeback, and he bulldog chokes him, and he continues his unbeaten streak. But he's become super popular because he's not afraid to call anyone out, and he's a big trash talker, but he does it in his own, his own kind of weird, you know, dweeby way. I mean, this is a guy that people tune into because he is pretty interesting, um, but he he rocks sandals and flip-flops in jeans at press conferences. You know, he's an Olympic wrestler. He has this unbelievable ground game. His style of fighting is rather boring at times. Um, you know, the relationship with Dana White has always been rocky, but one championship finally decides to trade him to the UFC for Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson, and we're getting to see Askren in all of his glory, and UFC fans, if you love him or hate him, it does not matter. You are tuning in because he's interesting. He's done this thing where um, he's roasting people online, and like I said, he's kind of a dweeb. I mean, he rocks these flip-flops, and he's in jeans, and he's got this big curly-headed fro. I mean, he looks like a giant walking cauliflower ear. I mean, he really does. He is your typical, if I could tell you this is what a wrestler from Iowa looks like, it's Ben Askren. So here's just a little taste of of how he has been, quote, boom roasting people. Nick Diaz, you're so high you tried taking a nap in the octagon. Boom roasted. Tyron Woodley, Jaden Smith could beat you in a rap battle. Boom roasted. Colby Covington, your IQ is single digits. Boom, roasted. Mike Perry, Colby's IQ might be in the single digits, but it's still double yours. Boom, roasted. How can you boom roast GSP? I'm not impressed by your performance. He's so nice, yeah. I don't think you can boom roast GSP. Stephen Thompson, karate's a f***ing child sport. And the church choir wants you back. Boom, roasted. Darren Till, my grandma could take you down. Boom, roasted. Robbie, you've been fighting as long as my grandma's been alive. Boom, roasted. Colby Covington, nobody likes you. Boom, roasted. So once again, I mean, whether you love him or hate him, he is interesting in his own weird sort of dorky way. I mean, he's not like this badass guy, you know, like McGregor who comes out there and so eloquent with his speech and what he's going to do to his opponent. And he's not playing this mental warfare. He's just kind of being a troll. He's being a hater. And I, and I like it. It's entertaining. It's something to tune into. So it's great that the UFC, I think, got him. Eventually, you know, when he and Masvidal fight, I wonder what the press conferences are going to be like. But Masvidal has this different aura about him. He seems like he's, you know, not let any of the money or fame get to him. He's still that game-bred fighter, as his name is. He really is just ice cold. I mean, that's the best way to describe the guy. And um, the, even the fact that he's grown out his hair now and he's got this kind of new, fresh look. He looks lighter on his feet than ever. And, and just there's something about him. He has this new energy. So... I'm excited for it. I think it's incredible what social media can do for not only just fighters like this, but all athletes. You don't necessarily have to be the best at what you do. You don't have to always win all the time. But if you have a certain presence, an aura, a personality that people gravitate towards, and you're kind of someone you want to you know, tune into to watch, social media can really be a catalyst, a platform for you to present yourself out there and sell your likeness you know not just sell the success of what you do but who you are as a person so i think it's an interesting way to look at 
how the UFC is shaping up because now that the windows have been opened on the content, where it's going to be streamed, where it's going to be broadcasted, how we cover the sport, they need to really make sure that they don't dumb down you know, what makes the UFC great. I've always said they always put together the best matchups. They always put people who should be fighting each other against each other. I mean, it's not... People like to joke and say it's more like the WWE. At the end of the day, if you lose and you're not worthy of going for a belt, they're not going to give it to you. So I've always respected that about the UFC, and the pay-per-views are great fights. But UFC 239 is going to be spectacular, not only because we get to see John Bones Jones, Holly Holm, and Amanda Nunez. We're going to see these two 34-year-old guys who are having this resurgence in their career, and I can't wait for it. So it's going to be great to watch, and we'll follow it leading up to that but as of now uh early prediction i'd go with probably Askren because of the the ground game but what we saw with uh jorge masvidal against darren till looks as though he's back and better than ever so we shall see but does reveal the power of social media in today's sports climate thank you for tuning in everyone that is the nolan knows podcast if you like what you hear please like share and subscribe if you want to hear more